What's going on, everybody? Um, this is the Set Screen Podcast NFL Draft Review on a Sunday. I'm with my co-host Walker. How you doing, bro? What's up, Charlie? Uh, you know, just had the NFL Draft. Pretty excited. You know, for Falcons fan, it's probably going to be the most exciting time of the year. So uh, we're, we're excited about it. So we're just going to give our own little grades about uh, every team and how they drafted this year, basically. Yep. Do you want to start with your own, or do you want to go with a different team? You, you just want to go in draft order? Yeah, we can go draft order. Um, first round, yeah. First overall, they took Trevor Lawrence, the Jacksonville Jaguars. Um, I think I would rate their whole draft as like a B plus, maybe an A minus, because obviously the Trevor Lawrence pick is very good, but the Travis Etienne pick, taking him at twenty nine, was it twenty nine? I think it was twenty nine. Instead of taking instead of taking another running back, when you have an amazing running back in the backfield, and he's also a rookie, he's not a twenty eight year old dude. So, um, I think that's a huge mistake. I think they definitely could have. Um, Take an offensive lineman to protect Trevor, or have taken maybe a defensive player like linebacker. So uh, yeah. yeah, I'd give it a B plus. Um, I'm probably gonna go with an A minus here. I mean, just because you get a guy like Trevor Lawrence who has really meets every standard that we're looking for in a quarterback, big guy, mobile. Charlie knows he's a, you know, he's played a high state a couple times. But yeah, we, um, we played Clemson a couple. I think the times. deal with the ETN is like I'm not I'm not a fan with it at all. I don't like I'm not a big fan of like signing quarterbacks to big money or taking excuse me running backs or even taking a running back like kind of that early in a draft. But if Trevor Lawrence is saying yo Jaguars, I kind of want ETN, then you know you may got to make him happy. Yeah, I but guess, I would have taken it. I would have taken I would've, it off as a yeah, but they luckily they did take an offensive lineman, but it was like a fourth round, fifth round guy. So obviously a first round guy will probably end up being better than a, a sixth round. And also guy. don't and they also, they also already have James Robinson in the backfield, which yeah, is pretty so interesting why too. Did they, he's on my fantasy they, team. So yeah, he's he's really good. And they signed yeah. or they drafted so I mean, if you wanted to draft him, that makes sense because you want to make him happy and make Trevor happy, but this early is pretty crazy. All right, uh, do we move on to the Jets? Let's go for it. Well, this is going to be a good one. This is going to be yeah, a good one. The Jets, I think the Jets did actually kind of overrated, in my opinion. They took Zach Wilson with the second pick, and Elijah Vera Tucker, they traded back for him via trade with the Vikings. Um, Elijah Moore, Michael Carter, and that's it. They only had four picks. So um, I'm going to start on the Zach Wilson thing. Actually, you know, no, you could start on the Zach Wilson thing. Um I'm not a fan. All right. So, um, all right. So, Charlie and, you know, Charlie and I, we all have, you know, a bit different, you know, opinions on Zach Wilson and Mac Jones. Here's my thing. I believe that Zach Wilson isn't going to be the next big thing. I, I'd love to see, you know, the Jets be good. I personally don't believe it, but I don't believe he's overrated in a sense because I think, no matter his weapons, no matter his O line, you know when you throw for that many yards, that many touchdowns. But did you not... see him against against good teams? He's zero and five against 10, 10, 10 plus one teams, and he his touchdown to interception ratio is one to seven. But I'm gonna ask you this: How do you feel about Trey Lance? Uh, Trey Lance is kind of different because you see more athletic, pure athletic big ability. You know, sure. he can he can run better than Wilson. I would say. He's just a, more of an athlete. I'm not saying that Zach Wilson isn't athletic because obviously it's a cannon, but 
um, I do think that Trey Lance probably has a higher ceiling and a lower and a lower floor. Sure, I would say. But just with me, I think the reason just why I'm giving probably the Jets, I'm gonna give them a B, maybe a B plus. It's just because, I mean, I would have gone with Zach Wilson. I don't know what you would have done. I mean, you may. I know you may show a little bite. I, I, I'm not. I actually would want. If I'm that high, I probably would have wanted Trey Lance, to be honest. Okay. I think I would have taken Trey Lance. But if I and wanted I think, Justin Fields, which I probably would have, I think I would have tried to trade back to eight. Trade yeah. with Carolina. And that's, and that's, you know, I mean, now I would, I mean, I would have taken Zach Wilson, but, you know, I've only got opinions and stuff. So, would you yeah, have taken Trey they, Lance at two? No. Who would you take at two? Trade back. If I'm not, if I'm not looking for a quarterback, yeah, would you trade back if you're the Jets? Like yeah, eight, yeah. Couple days so, ago, because I mean, if you're not taking a quarterback, you're probably gonna take Kyle Pitts. So I'm not gonna take Kyle Pitts too. Yeah, that's pretty. Who high. knows? I mean, I may trade down like one pick. I don't know. I don't think that's ever been done, but that's probably what I would do. I'm, I'm sure it's been done. I'm sure that's been done. There's no way it hasn't, especially if you're that high up of the order. I'm not sure if someone has gone from like 28 to 29, but 67. Something like that happened. All right, third pick. Uh, it was not the Atlanta Falcons. It was the San Francisco 49ers who took Trey Lance, as we mentioned before. Um, overall, I really think that they were in one of the best positions in the whole draft because third pick, you obviously know who's going one, two. And, I mean, Trey Lance has really just fell in their lap. I think he's a really solid player. Obviously, um, I think his upside is higher than Zach Wilson, but I think maybe his floor is lower, like I was saying, because he played at a school like North Dakota State, which is the Alabama of of uh, the FC. Is it D two or is it FC? I don't know. I think it's um, I think it's D one. I think it's a similar situation. No, I don't know actually. Yeah, I can check that, but I do think it's a good. Good selection. Um, they also got uh, my boy Trey Sermon, Aaron Banks, and uh, Amber Thomas. So it was a pretty short draft for them. But, yeah, it was FCS level. Um, so I do think he's going to have to live up to some expectations because how much they traded for him. They traded a lot. They traded two first-rounders and a couple other picks. So um, I do think, I mean, this is a Super Bowl team. I think uh, – I don't know if he'll start off the bat, but uh, they were in the Super Bowl two years ago. So, well, while we're on the topic of the 49ers, you want to transition a little bit to just Green Bay? We can hop right back. Yeah, sure. Okay. Um, so, yeah. So, if you, if you, unless you've been living under a rock, um, Aaron Rodgers really wants out. He is not happy with the organization. And the reason I'm bringing this up during the 49ers as opposed to the Packers is because, um, according to a bunch of, you know, legit sources, the 49ers offered Jimmy Garoppolo the third overall pick and a, good, a couple other players in return for Aaron Rodgers for NBA it fans. Hurt. That's like for NBA that's fans. That's like so trying much. to trade for LeBron. Really, no, I, I would say, for... I would say Kevin Durant. Okay, sure, Kevin or, Durant. Kevin Durant or James Harden, someone like James Harden would be good because he's trying to get out. And you would give them back a, like a third overall pick and a, a solid player. And then a couple other players. So I don't understand why Green Bay didn't take that. I think that's the best deal you're going to get. I think I – don't, I don't know if they didn't – I mean, I'm sure they realized. But at least to us, I mean, I think at first we were probably like, that's a bad trade knowing how valuable Aaron Rodgers is. But, he's but 30, now that – like, 
sure. But I mean, you just won MVP. You know what I mean? No, but I mean, sometimes you win MVP and then you just boom. You know, like Tom Brady a couple years ago. I know, I know he's back now. But I mean, after his MVP 2018 season, he kind of fell off in 2019. Matt Ryan. Matt Ryan, there you go. So, I know. Yeah. Trust me. Oh, yeah, you watch a lot of this. And speaking of the Falcons, look at your boy. Speaking of the Falcons, the uh, fourth overall pick. Oh, sorry. And for me, regarding the 49ers, uh, I mean. Oh, I didn't get my I think, grade. Go ahead. Oh, yeah. What's your grade on them? Uh, I'll go B to a B minus. Probably a B, though. I'm going to give them as B as well. I think, you know, you, you had the guts and you went ahead and took Trey Lance. A guy you feel really good about. Uh, took Aaron Banks at a Notre Dame. I was a fan of that pick. And then as well, you know, you grabbed Trey Sermon. Solid draft. Um, I'm looking at their draft. I'm looking at who they drafted. Majority offense, which, you know, that could be a good thing. So, and I think their defense is pretty solid. So, I, I'm a fan of their draft. I'll give them the B as well. But nothing so, huge. Yeah, so now we're going to move on to your Atlanta Falcons probably going to spend a little bit more time on this team because they took I mean I think this was one of the not it was not a surprise but I think I mean taking a tight end at four is pretty crazy but when it's a guy like Kyle Pitts you have to pull the trigger um so um I think everyone knows uh, I've seen I've seen what Kyle Pitts can do up a personal in the Georgia Florida game he um caught I mean it sucks watching the draft because they're like showing highlights from the Georgia game versus Florida but I mean this there's no other way to say it. Like, and as much as the phrase is used, like he is an athletic freak. I mean, like he is. It's crazy. I mean, six. What is it? Six six, and then just his height and forty times. And he runs insane. like a wide receiver. He runs like a wide receiver. Yeah, I mean, he's and so he, quick. He's in a zero percent drop rate. I mean, he's he's really just one of the best, you know, all time catch catcher, pass catchers we've seen in a while. Especially the tight end position, so I'm sure. happy with it. Um, I, w- I mean, I would, I wasn't gonna reach. I, w- I didn't want to take Justin Fields. I would have been fine if we did. I would have preferred to trade down because you know he's from Georgia and I like that type of pick. But at the Home same ground. time, yeah, at the same time though, uh, I don't want, I don't, I don't want to rebuild yet. I understand that rebuilding is important, but I'm just not ready to make that step just yet. So I'd like to see what Matt Ryan can do with one more year. Um, and then you know, next draft, or maybe we trade or sign the guy, it is what it yeah. is. But and then if it doesn't work this year, I think you blow it up, yeah. And if it doesn't work, trade and then we Julio, have Pitts. get rid of Matt, and then you have yeah. some young guys, yeah. And then we got Ridley, Kyle Pitts, Kyle Pitts. And as our cornerstones. I mean, that's a really good draft, yeah. I mean, really good picks. I, I do guys. think this is a very good draft. I mean, with three picks, three picks the whole, the whole couple, uh, throughout the draft. They took the one position that or the one player that they really wanted. And then the other two positions were completely for fit. They took a safety and they took an offensive tackle, which was exactly what they needed. So I do think this is a good draft by the Atlanta Falcons. I would give it probably an A minus, I would say, to an A. I think this is um, a yeah, solid, I'm gonna give them the, draft. I'm gonna give them the A minus. At the 40, they took a safety, which is what we needed, I guess. But um we just had our defense and offensive line is two very big gaping positions. So, I mean, I, I don't know about you. I think I would have taken him over Penny, Kyle Pitts. Um, but, you know, you know, I, think, yeah, I, don't know. I, I, mean, give, I give him a name. They're both generational talents, in my opinion. I mean, I don't yeah. think you could go wrong. So now we're going to move on to um, the Cincinnati Bengals. 
if I can find them. The Cincinnati Bengals, the big pick was obviously at five for Jamar Chase. Um, so what do you think about that? Um, obviously, I've me and Emmett were giving our opinions last week about what who they should take, and they did not take them. So what do you think? Man, um, I'm not in fairness as well. I think I have two opinions on it. I think if Burrow, you know, in the front office, because he seems like the type of guy, you know, if he's like demanding, you know, I want Jamar, I want Jamar, I think you take him. And also, I mean, he's a great wide receiver as well. I mean, whenever we say they should take Penny, we're not taking anything away from Jamar at all, if I'm saying his name correctly. Uh, Yeah, you are. Yeah. It's Jamar. I mean, at 20, I mean, 20 touchdowns when he, when he had, when he was with Burrow. Yeah, there's no questioning I mean, his talent. There's no questioning. That. Yeah, they have a good but, connection, but I mean, at the, you pass at over the same time. Soul. I mean, at the you know at the same time when he's dropping back to throw a pass and he's getting sacked, it, it doesn't really gonna matter what route you know Jamar is gonna run. Um, and I'm sure you feel the same way. I feel the exact same way. Um, I do think. I mean, I don't think they went completely wrong because I think Jamar Chase is obviously a really good player. Um, but I think Penny Sewell is generational. I mean. He is uh, insanely good at protecting quarterback, and you saw that at Oregon. And um, and drafting Jamar Chase is all right, but um, and then they traded from number thirty-eight to number forty-six, and that but in, in between those picks, three offensive tackles went off the board. So at forty-six, they took another offensive tackle from Clemson, but they could have gotten a much better one, you know. So, and then they also got Joseph Asai, which he's all right, but um, yeah, I do I do think. Offensive line was obviously the big, the big hole on their team, and then their defense is all right. Um, but uh, yeah, I, I think they would. I, I would give it a, maybe a B minus, C plus, mm-hmm. B minus in that range. I I give it a B minus. Uh, I like you said. I think trading down to grab Jackson Kamar out of Clemson was a bit um was a bit weird. But at least at least they traded down to grab a tackle. You know what I mean? Yeah. At, at least they didn't just. They didn't take another wide receiver. Yeah. So, yeah, so I don't think it was an awful an awful draft, but I do think they could have done a little bit better. So <laughs> and uh, now, now not to mention, they took, I think they took the first. Uh, I think they took the first special teamer as well. Really? Kicker out of Florida, round five. Okay. Yeah. Pretty interesting. I remember the the Steelers got the two sixty pound uh, punter from punter. Tech. Yeah. Um, <laughs> So even though they could have gone offense, sorry, it's whatever. We're going to get to that. Um, so Miami Dolphins, I think this is one of the, maybe the best draft, one of the better ones on the board. Uh, obviously, they got Jalen Waddle at six, Jalen Phillips, Javon Holland, and Liam Eichenberg from the Notre Dame school. So that was weird. But um, I think this is a really good draft. Obviously, Jalen Waddle, a lot of people regard him as a better wide receiver than Devonta Smith. Obviously, Jalen Waddle was struggling a lot with injuries last year, but that does not diminish from his absolute talent. Um, obviously, Jalen Phillips from Miami, really solid. And then Javon Holland. I mean, there's adding more to that defense. I mean, it's it was pretty decent last year, but now it's just gonna get better. And then obviously, they obviously uh, got another another guy to protect Tua. You have more time to throw to Jalen Waddle. Yeah, I think this team's gonna be pretty good next year if Tua can deliver. If he can deliver, I think they'll be pretty good. Um, so I'd give yeah, this a. I'm gonna go ahead and give them a a minus just for two main reasons. So I was a fan of the Jalen Waddle, and one thing I noticed about Miami is they had two picks in the first round, two picks in the second round. 
which helps out with them because that means they can afford to be a bit more, uh, you know, gamble a bit. And that's what they did, actually. With their 18th pick, they selected Jalen Phillips from Miami. Um, and, you know, he's a he's an edge. And the only thing that scares me, he's played less than 1,000 snaps due to concussion issues. Oh, yeah, I see um, that, yeah. Um, which, you know, isn't really what you want to see. But I think if Miami's confident in that guy, you know, they're confident in their doctors, which I'm sure they are, and go for it. Um, but in his last season for Miami, I mean, he recorded 42 quarterback pressures on 542 snaps. So as an edge. So that's crazy. I, mean, I think that's what you, I really think that's what you want to see. And if it wasn't, you know, for a COVID year or I guess his concussions, he probably would have gone much higher. Um, sure. But, you know, with having that much draft capital, you can afford to gamble a little bit. So next we are going to Emmett's team. We're going to the Detroit Lions who took Penny Sula seven. And um, uh, so they took another defensive tackle from Washington, Levin. I can't even, I'm not going to try to pronounce that. And then the others, these other guys, I, I can't pronounce their names, so I'm not going to try. And then the other one is Amon Ra St. Brown from USC. Sorry about that. Uh, so obviously I think Penny Sewell is the right pick. I definitely think they, I mean, he fell right to the lap, really. I mean, he got passed on by Cincinnati and he got passed on by Miami, which was uh, less of a surprise. But, um, and then the big thing is that you've seen some of these guys, they're cloaks, right? I mean, they, they're pretty scrappy guys. So I definitely yeah, think these, uh, bring a culture to Detroit, yeah. which I don't know if Detroit needed that, but, uh, obviously I think Dan, <laughs> Dan Campbell is a, um, definitely a coach that would like that. I would, I would assume. So, um, yeah, I think this will help. I don't know if they're going to be good next year, but, uh, I definitely think they're going in the right, right direction. So I'd give it a B plus. Uh, I mean, just looking at the past, these, uh, these Samoan guys, these uh, Samoan guys, I'm pronouncing that crazy. I mean, they're, they're freaks when it comes to uh, the offensive or even defensive lines. I'm a fan. I think he is a generation talent. Um, I think, you know, football fans, sometimes it's hard to realize how important offensive linemen are. Um, I mean, they're the reason that, you know, your favorite wide receiver is getting that much money or your favorite quarterback is throwing that many touchdowns because of your offensive David lineman. Carr never had a career. David Carr. Yeah. That's why he was oh, on the ground every single play. I mean, and I think no matter how no matter how much you don't watch football, I'm sure you watch the Super Bowl. And, I mean, you saw it with the Chiefs. It's not that, it's not that they didn't have a bad offensive line. It was just it missing good. a lot of guys. And it's showing when you have even decent to below average offensive linemen, your quarterback, your quarterback is going to pay and you're going to lose the game. So yeah. I think this is a great pick. And then they went – I mean, they went ahead and took two defensive linemen when the next pick. So, I mean, I'm a fan I'm sure of this. I think – good. Yeah, I think this is what the Lions need. I mean, they're rebuilding. They're taking it uh, from the inside out, which is good. I think most teams want to jump ahead and take a wide receiver – when they just don't, when they, they mean, you need to build those core pieces first. And that's what they're doing. So I'm a fan. I definitely think this was the right decision. So good job, Detroit. Got it right. I would say B doing plus something. A minus. I would say A plus. I give him an A. So who is next? Is it Carolina? It is Carolina. Carolina took a very uh, surprising road to their draft, obviously taking JC Horn at eight. Which was no, I don't say it was a reach, but it was definitely a surprise. Um, I do think it was a good pick, though. Obviously, they, uh, the part of their defense that was struggling the most was their secondary, and he locked down a lot of the guys that were they're drafted tonight. 
know that drafted that night. Um, I mean, Devonta Smith, he was uh, not, no, he was locking down um, Jalen Waddle. I think he hold him, held him to like 17 yards. Is that, I think that's right. So he's crazy, but um, obviously getting Terrence Marshall, Terrace Marshall uh, from LSU, get another, get two targets for, um, uh, Sam Darnold, and then you got another offensive tackle from BYU. So protect Dan- Sam Darnold and give him time. Give him time to find the targets that you drafted. Basically, I'm stuttering a lot about that. So I'm a fan I, uh, of this. I'd give it a B plus. B plus. My bad. Okay, I'm gonna go with a uh, B. I think he's a good corner. I'm not saying they reached. Maybe, maybe they could have traded down two, three picks. Who knows? But I think when you want a guy, you take him, and that's what they did. Um, just a really good press quarterback, I mean, cornerback. I think he uh, goes out there and is, you know gets on the receiver and tries to hold him down as well as he can, and that's what he did for uh, South Carolina. So I'm a fan of the pick. Um, Terrace Marshall was a bit eh for me. Um, just his medical concerns kind of hurt you a bit, but, I mean – you know, what can you do, right? I mean, if he recovers healthy, then you got to steal at pick 59. So uh, I, I like J.C. Horn. I think they went for it. And uh, what is it, Teddy Bridgewater in North Carolina? No, he uh, got traded to the uh, – He got traded to Denver. Sam Darnold, you just said it. Yep, Sam right? Darnold, which is – I think yeah. it's fine because I think Sam Darnold deserves another chance. I think the Jets gave up on him pretty quickly, especially when you surrounded yeah. them with what with what offense one. So um, yeah. we're going to move on to the Denver Broncos who selected Patrick Sertain at nine. So I like Patrick Sertain. I think he's a good player, but I do think that Denver was not the right team to select him. Um, obviously Dallas was right there and they traded down. So I think if Patrick Sertain dropped one more, I think it would have been a perfect fit because obviously Dallas really needs a cornerback. Um, and obviously Denver really does not because once they're healthy, I think they're one of the better defenses in the league. Um, and you've seen over the last couple of years that quarterback has been their struggle and getting targets for those quarterbacks has been a struggle. So they kind of, they sort of went after that with Javante Williams from North Carolina, but other than that, they didn't really get any other targets targets. So, um, yeah, I'd give this about a B, uh, don't think it's very good, but I don't think it's completely awful getting some more offensive linemen and then, uh, Baron Browning from Ohio state. He's a solid guy. Uh, he's really quick. Um, but that's about it. Man, um, I don't know. I think it kind of it's kind of annoying how he got drafted there because he's such a good corner. But um, it's just kind of a little mind-boggling as to why Denver didn't go for Justin Fields, Mac Jones, whatever the case is. I mean, they had the pick to do it. They need a quarterback. No offense to Teddy Bridgewater, but, you know, you may I, – I, I know I'd prefer Justin Fields over him. So Ooh, that was a bit it? weird to me. Because, like, the Denver team is already, like, their defense is really stacked. I mean, that's what they're known they for. They won that Super Bowl a couple years ago because they had defense. Yeah, definitely not because of Peyton Manning. But, I mean, they have a great defense on paper. So, I don't know once why they didn't healthy. go for Justin Fields, but what? I said once they're healthy, yeah, they're, they're one of yeah. the better ones. And if you want to go for Justin Fields, go for Javonta Smith. You know? Yeah, exactly. Yeah, so, but, I mean, I don't know. It. It, it was weird to me, but I guess they know what they're doing. But I'll give them a, uh, I'll give, I'll give them a B. I want to check in Justin Fields, but I'm not a GM, so. 
Yeah, I'm not either, clearly. Uh, so Devonta Smith, who we just mentioned, was drafted the next pick by the Philadelphia Eagles. Um, I definitely think this was the best fit, one of the better fits in the draft because Philadelphia's glaring issue is their pass catchers. Um, and obviously their whole offense as a whole is pretty difficult to watch. So I, this kind of shows that they're going to stick with Jalen Hurts for another year, at least another year, and uh, getting him his old uh, wide receiver back, um, getting another offensive lineman from Alabama, and then also finishing the draft off with a defensive tackle from Louisiana Tech. I think this is a good draft, um, maybe a B-plus or a B, uh, maybe even an A-minus. Um, I definitely think Devonta Smith's value is kind of diminished in this draft. I don't, I don't think people realize that he he won the Heisman for a reason. Um, but obviously, I mean, he, he would just run downfield and get the ball. So, I mean, yeah, so yeah. I think it's a good draft, though. Um, I'm going to give them a B-plus. I, I like the Devontae Smith pick. Um, I think that's where they needed to go. Um, and I'm happy to see them trade up. I know a lot of Eagles fans were very mad when they traded down. But, I mean, at the end of the day, they're probably going to get Devontae Smith or Joe and Waddle anyway. And they got one of them. So, hindsight 30 20 20. Um, always 2020. So, yeah, I'm a fan of this pick. I think Devontae Smith is a really good wide receiver. I don't know why, but he would kind of just forgot about his play style. And just how good of a player he is. I mean, and he seems like he wants to prove the haters wrong when it comes to his size, which is, you know, you always want to see something that. like that. Yeah. yeah. I don't think his size is that much of a problem because have you guys seen how long his arms are? They go yeah. down those kneecaps. I mean, what's the problem? Yeah. And then what's your Landon Dickerson? From uh, um, was it Alabama? Couple, yeah. Couple, I mean, I'm just reading it reports here. You mean a couple ACL injuries? Not really what do you want to see, but. I guess you need maybe he's the best offensive lineman at the time, and you need someone to protect. Uh, I mean, Hurts, go for it, make Hurts happy. But uh, yeah, I'll give them a uh, B plus. Yeah. Uh, now we're gonna move on to one of my favorite picks of the draft with the Chicago Bears uh, trading up for my guy Justin Fields. Um, obviously, I'm gonna give this an A. This is completely unbiased. I definitely think they needed a quarterback because you sign a guy like Andy Dalton, who's a 34-year-old QB1. thirty-four-year-old dude who has had some injury issues in the past when he was in Cincinnati. I don't think people realize that. Um, and he wasn't ever really good. What do you do with those? I mean, he had one good team over the years. So if this is your all-out push, Ryan Pace, I don't know what you mean. Well, I don't know what you were trying to do with that. Um, I do think Justin Fields was the right decision, trading up for him, uh, giving up a lot, especially a 2022 first. But uh, I do think it will be worth it because obviously Justin Fields is probably the most athletically gifted in the draft. Um, quarterback, not just overall. I meant gifted quarterback because, I mean, on a 4-4-40, I mean, super strong, super quick. Uh, and then also they took an offensive tackle from Oklahoma State to get someone to um, protect Justin. So uh, I definitely think this is the right pick. Uh, I'm going to give it an A. Yeah, I'm going to give them an A as well. Um, I, I, I like Justin Fields. Um, oh, I, 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 wasn't, I wasn't surprised to see him fall this low, if that makes sense. I, think I, could, I mean, I see why he, could, he fell. Um, I don't think, I don't think he was even the epilepsy, I think just in general. Some teams, I mean, they stray away from sometimes guys like Justin Fields. But still, I mean, his talent isn't denied. I've seen it. I've watched it leave Georgia. Um, 
go from. But I'm a fan of it. And then I'm so a big you're still fan back of- in that decision. No, definitely not. I think at the time I was, but well, yeah, uh, it's in the past. And then I'm a big fan of them taking back to back off of the tackles. Um, Trevin, Jen- Trevin Jenkins, Tevin Jenkins, whatever it is, at it's Oklahoma Tevin. State is a great is a great pick. So um, yeah, I'm happy with that. I'll give him an A. Yeah, very good draft from the Chicago Bears, which is very weird to say, but obviously they passed on the um, the more NFL ready. NFL ready uh, Mac Jones, which we saw them do a couple years ago with Mitch Trubisky. They said that the draft experts were like, Mitch Trubisky is more of an NFL ready player, while Patrick mm. Mahomes and Deshaun Watson are more uh, just projects. And you saw how that turned out. I'm not saying that yeah. Justin Fields is going to turn into Patrick Mahomes or Deshaun Watson. I'm just saying that taking the guy that has more athletic gifts and more of a ceiling can prove out uh to be the right pick in the future if you if you play your cards right if you play your cards right and that's so, a uh, big if for a team like huge if yeah because they've struggled with quarterback development obviously um so now we're going to move on to number the 12th overall pick uh the dallas cowboys selected micah parsons um so what do you think about this micah parsons to the dallas cowboys um uh, i'm a fan I think Parsons is another one of those guys that are just kind of like, once again, like an athletic freak. Um, I mean, he kind of runs like a running back in a sense. He's super and just, quick. He's super I mean, fast. just rushing down the field and going for the quarterback. That's a great um, pick. And, I mean, the Cowboys traded down for him. So, I mean, that's probably who they wanted to go with. They were confident that they could get him. I don't think that the linebacker, linebacker position is necessarily like a need now type of situation. I think they could have afforded to take you know, a corner, maybe, I mean, they took a corner in the second round, but maybe if that was a big need, I would have taken it, you know, first round. So I think their linebacker situation isn't too scrappy right now. But still, I mean, you, they, they know who they wanted and they went for it. Um, so I'm a fan of it. I'll give it a, uh, give it a B. I'll give it a B. Uh, I'm going to give their whole they had They had a lot of picks. So, yeah, they did have a ton of picks. I'm looking at it right now. Uh, they had a yeah, lot. Yeah. And almost all of them are defense. Actually, all the ones I see are defense. <clears throat> they, took a, they took a receiver at, at 179, but that's it. Man, this, I mean, this list is wrong. My, my, sorry, my, my list only has the key picks. My bad. Um, you're right. I, my, I'm, mine is all seven rounds. So. All right. I need to pull that one up. Um, I definitely think they did uh, the right thing, drafting Michael Parsons, especially after the two corners I think they had their eyes on were already taken at eight and nine. Uh, I definitely think it was unfortunate because I don't think anyone expected both of the corners to go that quickly. But um, yeah, I don't think this is a massive L, but I don't think it's a huge W. Um, I definitely think Micah Parsons is a wicked athlete. He's super fast, strong. Uh, he knows how to play middle linebacker. Um, and obviously, I mean, almost their whole other draft was defense, which is exactly what they needed. Um, I seem... I see a lot of linebackers that they draft. Uh, I mean, decent amount of linebackers, but um, yeah. But uh, Cowboys. I don't know if they're going. This is going to amount to a playoff spot, but I mean, in the NFC East, you never know. So a, I'll give it a B plus. I'd say B plus. And then the next pick is the uh, Los Angeles Chargers. Uh, they took Rashawn Slater, who I, I think all, everyone regarded as the second best offensive uh, tackle in the draft. Um, I definitely think that was a good pick. 
uh, protecting Justin Herbert. And to be honest, I don't even think they had that many glaring issues. Um, if you look at this team last year, their main problem was finishing games. Uh, they lost, I think it was eight games by eight or less, or maybe I think it was 10 or less, eight or eight games by 10 or less. The only game that they lost by more was when they got destroyed by the Patriots. Um, so I definitely think this going into this draft, I think they could have just taken more skill positions, which they did. They took offensive tackle. I know it's, that's not a skill position, but obviously at the, at, at, uh, where they were in the draft, he was just the clear pick. Uh, and then they took a couple of skill positions like, Ashante Asante Samuel from Samuel Jr. from Florida state, Josh Palmer from uh, Tennessee and Trey McKitty from Georgia. So I think it's hey. a good pick. I give it an A. I'm going to give him an A as well. I think Slater is a good pick. Um, you know, protect a guy like Herbert, you know, fill out that cornerback position, which is kind of what they needed right there. And then as well as, you know, get my boy, you know, Trey, 6'5", 6'5", 245. I mean, I'm a, I'm a big fan of that pick. So, yeah, I'm going to give them an A as well. I think they really did everything right. They get an A-plus, though. You know, you got to – I think I might special. give them an A-plus, to be honest. Really, I, mean, I think that's. I think the Chargers are in one of the best positions in the league, personally. Mm-hmm. Just looking at their team. Yeah. Um, so now we're not. We're gonna skip over the 14th pick because we've already covered the New York Jets, and now we're gonna go on to the New England Patriots. We're selecting. Let, let Jones, me go. Let me go. His ahead. interesting. His interesting walk. Did I think everyone saw that? Um, <laughs> um, all right. Right. Go ahead. So here's my. Here's my very, I don't know if the word's controversial. Maybe it is. Okay. We got Mac Jones, right? And we'll do, let's just get two in here, for example. Both guys played at Alabama. And I think all college football fans know how good Alabama is. They have all the weapons in the world. Literally everything they could ask for, they have. Now, Tua got a lot of hype. And I'm not saying he didn't deserve that hype. He came in as a rookie. He beat Georgia, guys. I saw it. Trust me. He beat Georgia again. I saw it. Trust me. And then he beat Georgia again. I witnessed all three of them. I know. No, Jalen Hurts beat Georgia the last time. Sure. I've seen Tua beat me two times. And I've seen Alabama beat me enough. Okay. But listen, I just don't think the gap between Mac Jones and Tua is that large. And, like, that sounds really dumb. And I understand that Tua went very early last year's draft because of how much hype he had. And we've seen a lot more years of Tua. But at the same time, I think Mac Jones not necessarily has potential, but he's – I mean, I feel like he's deserved what he's earned. And I feel like he's, he's shown up when he needed to. And he threw more – he threw, what, like the most passing yards in school history in a season? Maybe not the most, but more than the Tua. I know that. It was like something crazy, like 4,000 plus. So I'm, a, I'm not saying that he's going to be a good player, but I'm more saying that I don't think he deserves as much hate as he's getting from fans and I get why I mean he's, he's a pretty typical white quarterback you know he's not very mobile which is something you can hold against him but when it comes to like the team like the Patriots drafting him I'm a I think that's a good fit I think Belichick's really gonna take that and run with it so um I'm a fan of the pick and then regarding their other picks uh D tackle edge and then they took a running back in the fourth round you know I'm gonna give them a uh, I'm gonna give them a minus I'm, I'm with you, A minus. I actually will probably give them a B plus instead. Um, I'm not on the same Mac Jones boat as you are. I definitely think it. he is. I definitely think he is talent because you don't play at Alabama if you don't have talent. You don't win a championship if you don't have talent. 
but comparing and not to mention not to mention he did sit behind what all three years as well didn't even transfer so yeah um comparing mac jones to uh is very different it's not too difficult but it's kind of difficult because they have very different games because if you watch Tua, a lot of his passes were on the run and he would be he's a mobile quarterback he can definitely get out of the pocket he can um scurry out and throw a pass um but mac jones you really never see that so um and he, he never had to do that uh because he had such a good offensive line but now in new england what if the offensive line just doesn't protect him the way the alabama line did what if he doesn't have the same amount of time you know, so um, and they didn't draft one offensive lineman in this whole draft. I know the New England line is good, but it's not it's I don't think it will be like that forever because, I mean, Mac Jones is 23. And if you draft him here, draft him in the first round, you probably expect him to be the franchise guy. So, yeah, um, yeah, I don't, I don't, he's not my favorite quarterback in the draft, not by a long shot, but um, I don't think he's awful. So I'll give it a B plus. Yeah. And just like just say one more thing about it, um, and it's gonna be I think it's gonna be interesting just to see how Belichick does do with this. I mean, they did re-sign Newton. I think Belichick's gonna have them go against each other in camp. I think that's just the type of quarterback he. I mean, excuse me, coach he is. Similar to how Kirby had a uh, you know Fields and Fromm go against each other, but it you, all, saw it tur- you saw how that turned out. You saw how that so, turned out. You know, I'd like to think Belichick is a better coach than Kirby. Just maybe, you know, just maybe. But um, no, I think it, I think it's gonna be good to see how this rolls out. I think uh, you know, who knows? Maybe he's a very off-brand Walmart version of Brady. I'd I'd like to see that. I mean, that wouldn't be a bad quarterback. I, don't, I mean, I don't know. Um, so depends how good you think Brady is. On, I'm trying to pull up the actual NFL draft because yeah. So next it, we got the Cardinals. Cardinals probably the starting. most. Uh, think, well, most people probably didn't like this pick. Probably most looked down upon, right? Or I'm not sure. I'm not sure. I, it was one of the more confusing picks with the with the Travis Etienne stuff. No, they're talking about the Cardinals, right? Yeah, no, I was saying that the one of their picks it wasn't very good, especially compared to like this Travis Etienne oh, ones. Yeah, yeah. They're both not good picks. Yeah. So go ahead. Oh, so at 16 they took um Zaven Collins. I think that was the one people were looking at a bit different differently. Um, I'm not saying it was a bad pick, but I think well, most most people were saying they reached a bit. Um, but and I again I say this statement so much, but I think if a team knows who they want and they go and grab them, that's a positive. Um, because you know it shows they're confident in that guy and they're confident in what they want their plan to be. So I mean, go for it, and then I'll give them a B minus. And then they took Marco Wilson in the third round. Who we all know who um, he is. We all know round four, excuse me. A uh, name that's going to be edged into Florida fans forever. Yeah. All they had to do was hold on to the shoe. But, um, yeah. Try, Why what do you pick you think? it up in the first place? I don't. Because he played for Florida. And Florida's a bunch of, I mean, now I'm going to say a bunch of, bunch of you know, I'm going to say a bunch of convicts. You know what I'm saying right there? A bunch well, of convicts. With Urban Meyer it was. So maybe we don't know if that's like that anymore. Um, obviously, David Collins. Aaron I think Hernandez. people, Aaron Hurt, yeah, I know, I know. Um, obviously, David Collins. I think a lot of people were looking down on this pick, but I don't really get it. Um, he's cool. I mean, he was the college football defensive player of the year for a reason. Obviously, playing in a, a school like Tulsa, you don't have the same competition as someone like Alabama, but um, I don't think it's an awful pick. I do think it was a little bit of a reach, 
Uh, and then Rondale Moore. I firsthand know how good Rondale Moore is. Um, so, yeah, I'm not going to talk much about Rondale Moore. Um, but obviously, he's really talented. But, uh, yeah, I think this is a, a solid draft. I definitely think people were un- not under – I think people are underrating it, really, uh, overhating. Uh, so I'd give it, like, a B-minus to a C-plus. Not bad, but not good. Sure. So next pick we got – uh shoot what do we got here next week we have the raiders another um interesting not pick. interesting pick let's go with that at 17 they take uh alex leatherwood out of alabama definitely a reach tackle. definitely a reach yeah go charlie go I, ahead i would say uh i think alex leatherwood obviously is talent um obviously all of these guys have talent but um i definitely think they reached for him they could have tried to trade back a little bit maybe farther into the 20s or maybe even second round um but yeah, obviously their other picks. I mean, they went almost completely defense with their uh, their selections, which makes sense. Um, obviously, their offense is pretty squared away uh, with um, Derek Carr leading the charge. But um, yeah, uh, I don't think it's a good draft. But I definitely don't think it's the worst. I would say probably a C. C plus yeah, C. I'm gonna I'm gonna give them a, a C minus. Um, I don't know. The Raiders is like a really kind of interesting team to me. You have a guy like Derek Carr, who at stints we've seen, I'm not going to say, I'm not even going to say greatness. We've seen really good potential in him. Um, and then other points, we see him as just a below average quarterback. So, I don't know. I think the Raiders is kind of going to be a fun team to watch in the next three to four years, see how it all turns out. Because, you know, you got some offensive weapons and you also have a lot of holes. And then you got you got a guy like Gruden who's running your uh, head coach for what, the next couple of years because they signed him a pretty big contract. Yeah, so I don't know. Of course I did. That's a very that's a very yeah. dangerous thing to do. So I'm not gonna I'm not a fan of the pick at all. Um, I mean I don't know. I mean, I'm gonna go to C minus. I, I was oh. a fan of them grabbing a, a safety out of TCU. That was a good pick. Yeah, but besides that, no, I'll go with the C. I'll go with the C because I'm looking at it. They made a couple of good picks, but I'm gonna go with the C. Yeah, it's definitely not a great draft, but it was not um, – Though I don't think it was the worst. So the next pick was uh, the Miami Dolphins, but obviously we already went over them. Then it was the Washington football team, Jamin Davis. Uh, let me pull this Washington football team. Um, I think Jamin Davis was a, a little reach, but I definitely think he was um, a position – I mean, it was the position that they needed. And then the rest of the draft, they went with an offensive tackle. And then they went from a corner and then to a wide receiver. So I, I think it was a pretty solid draft. I would probably give it a B minus for the Washington football team. I'm going to go with A minus. Yeah. You're going to say go that? Ahead. No, go ahead. Oh, I'm going to go with an A minus. Um, linebacker was their biggest position. Um, and they went out there and took him. And I'm not, I'm not even saying because they had the guts to take him, but he's like a good linebacker. I mean, he has all the tools he needs to be successful in. You know, if he plays his cards right and if the football team plays his cards right, he's going to be a great player, um, as well as taking off at the tackle. Good pick as well. I mean, I don't know what their quarterback situation is right now. Heineke, is that their starter? Right? I, I do First think string. they're starting Heineke. I think they're going to have an open competition with Heineke and Ryan Fitzpatrick. Okay, yeah, Fitzpatrick as well. So, <laughs> uh, <laughs> their quarterback room is going to be a bit interesting. Kind of like probably the two meme guys of the NFL, but I mean, it, there's a lot worse situations to be in. 
like Andy Dalton for the past five they'll be, years. They'll be the, competitive. Uh, I think they'll be competitive. No, they'll, yeah. Then and I mean, looking at their draft, they go a bunch of defensive guys. Um, okay. Which is yeah. So I guess the I mean defense wins what I know, a mediocre season. I mean, I mean their defense was the part of the team that would made them seven and nine last year. So I don't really get it. Um, but I mean, hey, it's not my draft. I'm not the GM. D- defense defense wins you eight games. How about that? Yeah, I don't know how good. Yep. Thanks, That's Roger Goodell. Uh, yeah, I hate the 17 game stuff. Sorry. Yeah, I, I do. All right. Uh, now we're going to move <laughs> on to the New York Giants. Um, Kadarius Tony at 20. I keep saying reach, but I do think this was a reach. Um, I think he's probably a second round guy. He's obviously a crazy good playmaker, but I'm not sure if wide receiver was the position that they absolutely needed in the first round. I definitely think another uh, position that they could have went for was um, offensive tackle or offensive guard because they lost one of their best ones in the offseason, Kevin Zeitler. But, um, yeah, I definitely think they could have drafted much better. So I'd probably give it uh, maybe a, a B, maybe a C plus. I would say. I'm going to go with a B. I think the Giants maybe are – I don't know. I feel like they're just trying to replace – still trying to replace OBJ with another you – know, like like you said, like an electrifying and just exciting playmaker. And that's what that guy is. Yeah. It's, he breaks tackles. Um, Super he, fast. He, he's a good agile. receiver. But I don't know if he's what you need to go for at the time. And then with their second-round pick, they take my boy, uh, Aziz. I don't know. How, I don't. I don't even know how to pronounce the last name. Ojulari, he's, uh, I would say. Ojulari. Yeah, I think he was the first, second. No, I think it's second guy to go off the board from Georgia. Eric Stokes went first. That's an interesting. Pick. We're gonna we're gonna get but, to that one. Oh, yeah, God. we'll definitely get to that. They're um, trolling at this point. They're trolling. But I think he. I think he was the first round guy to be honest. Um, but getting him in the second round is a great, great value. Um, I'm a fan. I think uh, the Giants got a good one. So uh, yeah. I give them a uh, B. I give them yeah. a B. Maybe I'll I'll bump it up to a B minus. I'll say B minus. Yeah. So uh, now we're gonna move on to the Indianapolis Colts who took Quiddy Pay with their first round pick. Um, obviously that was the, the large need for the Indianapolis Colts, but for the most part, I think they're a pretty complete team. Uh, obviously their defense is one of the better ones in the league, and I definitely think they they won't have too much issue. Um, with the AFC South, the only competitor that they have down there is uh, the Tennessee Titans. So and they're um, very good uh, offensive line, to say the least. Yeah, both of them do, Tennessee and Indianapolis. So, um, yeah, I definitely think defensive line was really the only position they needed. Maybe go for another corner or safety, but um, yeah, good pick. Uh, uh, their whole draft would probably give like a B. Um, I'm gonna go with. I'm going to go with a B minus here. Um, I feel like, I mean, you did have pick 21. I don't think they necessarily got the best players in the draft. I think they took who they needed. And, I mean, it was two edge guys back-to-back. There's better players on the board, but, you know, that's why you draft for need and not necessarily best available. Also, round six, 218, they took Sam Elger out of Texas. Um, I like him. I like him a lot. Yeah. It's a good pick. I mean, I remember after uh, Texas beat Georgia, I remember some Texas fans were trying to say he's a first overall. I mean, first round pick. Boy, put those horns down. But um, yeah. But I don't. I, I think he's even an okay quarterback. Um, four year starter. Not to get on a 
rant. I think anytime we talk about college football, I think we enjoy it. But oh, for sure, that's I think that's we can agree that it's our favorites. I think it's our yeah. So, but I mean, I know they me and Walker like the college football, like college football more than the NFL. Just saying, it's just better. Yeah, and Emmett's gonna be the opposite probably. Yes. But to be fair, we. We do cheer for good teams, so that's true. You know. I mean, the Steelers have been but, good for my lifetime, so and you know, I mean, not Falcons. not Super Bowl, but yeah. So I mean, Andrew, I saw a Super Bowl. I, I saw a Super, I saw a Super I Bowl get, team once upon a time. You know that? Yeah. Oh, I know. Yeah. No, I know. No, I saw. I, I thought I would see a winning. Super you Bowl. you've seen more than me. Mm. Hmm. Hmm. So. All right, um, now we're going to move on to the 22nd pick, or not sorry, 22nd pick, but the uh, the Tennessee Titans who had the 22nd pick, excuse me, they took Caleb Farley out of Virginia Tech. Um, I can just pull up the rest of their trash real quick, sorry. Um, yeah. But um, I definitely think Caleb Farley was one of the, I think I definitely think he was a first-round talent. And I definitely think a team like Dallas would want him if they were farther back. I think if they traded down, maybe they could have selected him. But, um, I mean, so they took uh, Kale Farley, Dylan Radunes, Monty Rice, and Elijah Molden. I know you know Monty Rice. But, um, yeah, so mostly defensive draft for their key picks, and then they obviously took an offensive tackle. So, um, yeah, I definitely think this was a good draft. I wish they took more wide receivers, personally. <clears throat> Excuse me. Um, I definitely think they took – they should have taken more wide receivers because they lost uh, Corey Davis – and um, who was it? They lost Corey Davis, and um, man, I'm blanking. But obviously, corner was another need because they lost Malcolm Butler, Dory Jackson, and Desmond King Walk. Um, so yeah, I definitely think it was a solid pick. I'd probably give it a B to a B plus. Solid draft overall. Excuse me. Yeah, um, I'm gonna go with a B. I think that you. I agree with you. Or wide receiver, they took one in the fourth round. D. Fitzpatrick out of Louisville, which is a good pick, but. I still would have probably tried to take him one earlier. I don't know who's on the – I mean, like you said, after the Giants took that guy, the uh, wide receiver talent kind of dropped off a bit. But still, I mean, this is such a good draft class. And so. I'm saying uh, Rashad Bateman was right there, and he fell in Baltimore's lap. So, mm. Rashad Bateman, I mean, I, I really like that guy. Have we but, already um, over the Vikings? I think – no. But just yeah, to like, they, give them yeah, a great – trade their pick. Sorry, go ahead. Yeah, I'm going to give them a B. Um, cornerback, offensive tackle, two important positions in football, and they filled that out. Um, yeah. Yeah. I mean, last last year they took Isaiah Wilson, um, who we saw yeah. how that turned um, out. Yeah, let's just not talk about that guy. Yeah. Um, He's but besides sure. that, besides that good fix, I think I felt kind of bad for time fans because they kind of got screwed a bit. Because they had to take another offensive tackle, but you know that's what it is. I'm just saying, Kale Farley. Kale Farley has has had two back surgeries. The same. Mm. I saw that as well, but he. Uh, I'm seeing here six two 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 oh seven pound frame two hundred seven pound frame, and he has like a thirty three inch arms. I mean that's that's and a f- sub four point three forty. He, he's never got. He's got that athleticism for it. He's got Hopefully the ability. To stay healthy. Yeah, and then Monty Rice. Um, he did losing. He did lose his starting position. I remember that, but again, he has the athleticism to do it. He's a good tackler. If maybe he can just kind of look at the game a bit better, read the game, 
more because at a linebacker, that's probably one of, if not the toughest position to play in, you know, football. So especially in your rookie we'll year. Mm-hmm. Um, and if you're going to go so there and start, we'll yeah. So now we're going to move on to the Vikings because they draft, uh, they traded out of their 14th pick. They took Christian Darisaw, who was one of the only offensive tackles remaining. I think this was a good pick, especially um, how they got out of the 14th pick and the 14th pick. They, um, uh, I'm blanking now. The Jets took Elijah, uh, Elijah Vera Tucker, I believe that's his name. Um, and he's a very good offensive tackle. So I think they still got what they needed. They took Helen Mond again. They took Helen Mond, uh, Wyatt Davis from Ohio State, who's a solid. He's a plug and play guy. I mean, you can play him anywhere on the offensive line, really. Um, so, yeah, I definitely think this is a good draft. I'd probably give it a B plus or an A minus. Um, I definitely think that this team can be competitive this year, especially if they don't have as many injuries as they did last year. Um, so, and hopefully giving uh, Kirk Cousins, who's uh, not my favorite quarterback. If you give him some more time, maybe he can complete some passes. Yeah. Um, and then if Kirk Cousins does repeat, and if Kirk Cousins, you know, has the ability or not ability, but has offensive linemen around him to complete his passes and he still doesn't, you got Kellen Mond. So yeah. I'm going to give them an A minus. Uh, I think Kellen Mond's a great quarterback. I see why he fell. It's kind of hard to say how good he is considering the system he played in at AM with the you know Jimbo but I'm still a fan of him as a player so I'm gonna give it an a minus um yeah taking that tackle I think was good as well traded down got the guy they wanted so I'm a fan of it now we're getting to my Pittsburgh Steelers so um obviously I think every single mock draft that anyone has ever seen uh Najee Harris was going to the Steelers at 24 I think that was basically known as long as he was there the Steelers would take him And that's what happened. And I am extremely happy about that. I've seen a lot of grades giving them D's about this. And I do understand because we did not take as many offensive linemen as we should. Taking Pratt Firemuth, who was tied in at Penn State, taking him at 67, I think, was interesting, to say the least. I definitely think they could have taken an offensive guard, offensive lineman or center, or offensive tackle or center. Um, but I do think that this will provide um, Ben another target, uh, two more targets, really, because I think Pat Firemuth could start next to Ebron if we run the, the two tight end setup. Um, so uh, obviously another need was corner. Got some, I uh, got two corners. And then um, I definitely think, uh, I don't think this is the best draft ever, um, but I'd probably give it a B minus to a B. I'm happy with my Yeah. I'm sorry. I'm not, I'm not. I'm gonna have to get them a C plus. Um, I think Najee Harris took good, but I mean, you you kind of study yourself. Taking out of their seven rounds, taking two offensive linemen, a center, and off of the tackle. You know, that's not necessarily what you want to see for a team yeah. like the Steelers. Um, and but uh, I don't know. I think the Steelers. I think, Charlie, you know the situation well. Just looking at maybe a team like the Hawks, comparing it to the NBA. I mean, we don't. they're, they're kind of stuck in the middle right now. Just yeah. having, uh, you know, Big Ben at quarterback. I have a question for you. Would you have been mad if they took Kellen Mond in the second round at oh, pick no. 55? Uh, maybe not pick 55, but um, I wouldn't be mad. I would rather probably take Kyle Trask because he would probably be a later pick. Um, um, I definitely wouldn't be that mad about it because – I've been saying it since like 2016. I think it's time for Ben to um, 
pack his bags and retire. Um, yeah. Obviously, he's done a lot of good stuff for this franchise, but um, yeah, I mean, you know, you know, 38, 39. We know he's no. Yeah, we, we can just move on. I'm I'm gonna ramble about this, so let's. Move yeah. <laughs> so um, the 25th pick was Travis Etienne. We already covered how bonkers that was. Um, it's... now we're gonna move on to uh the Cleveland Browns who took Greg Newsom at the 26th pick. Um, a lot of people regarded this as a steal, and I do uh, agree with that. Um, obviously, I think Newsom was gonna go maybe even 18, 19 in that range, but um very good for the Browns to add another another corner to their defense to bolster it. Um, obviously taking a, another steal in the second round with JOK. I don't understand mm-hmm. how he dropped to them. It was crazy. Mm-hmm. And also taking Anthony Schwartz, who's the one of the, I think he was the fastest guy in the nation for college. Um, mm-hmm. Auburn. So yeah, I think this is a really good draft. I think they took two positions that they needed with Greg Newsom and JOK, and then they took a, a guy that you just plug in if you need a deep play, you know? So, okay. very good draft. I'd probably give it an A- minus or an A. Yeah, this is going to be my um, first A-plus, actually. I think – I've really liked what the Browns have been doing in the past three to four years. Um, Greg Newsom was a huge deal. Um, and people are going to say, you know, he only played four games, five, was it four to five games in the Big Ten, right? I, I remember that's that was a big about it. But, I think um, it was four or five. But, you know, in those games, he uh, he played very well. You know, I'm reading here, he only allowed 93 yards and five first downs. I mean, that's crazy. So, I think that's a really good pick by them. And then you said, uh, JOK, huge deal out of Notre Dame. And then Drop even getting – It's crazy. I mean, looking at every pick, I really like how they drafted Anthony Schwartz. And even in the – you know, obviously, I'm be more biased. But in the fifth round, they took Richard LeCount, who's a great uh, safety. Uh, can I obviously can I guess where he went to school? UGA, baby. Yeah, I think he he did he was the guy that got into the motorbike accident. Remember? Oh, really? Like like a couple of days before um we didn't we didn't play in the SEC championship, did we? No. Huh, no. Florida did. No, he got he got right before the Florida game. But uh Dang. so that's why he fell. Like he's I think he's projected to be top four rounds, but you know, I hope he goes out there and proves him wrong. He's reunited with yeah. you know Chubb, so go for it. Yeah, I'm getting plus. Yeah, very good draft. Very good job, Browns. Um, so now we're gonna move on to um a rival of the Browns. We're gonna move on to the Ravens, who took Rashad Bateman at 27. Um, I think this draft was nearly perfect for the Ravens. Um, took Rashad Bateman at 27. Later in the first round, they took Jason away from Penn State. Uh, took Ben Cleveland, obviously from Georgia, who is um an interesting character. Um, if you've seen his Instagram, um, I'm not going to comment on that, but, um, <laughs> you got corners from, uh, SMU, Brandon Stevens, and also you got Sean Wade, who I was bashing all season. I know Walker knows it. I was bashing him all year last year for Ohio State, but he was playing out of position. If you put him in the slot, I think he can do it right. He can do it right. Um, he was just playing out of position and obviously they have Marlon Humphrey, so he won't be playing outside. Um, yeah, I think this is a really good draft. I probably gave it an A as well. I haven't really given any A pluses, I don't think. I think I gave one to Miami, but um, yeah, very good draft. Yeah, yeah um, I'm a fan as well. Um, I think the Ravens needed a wide receiver because it was, I mean, made clear in free agency that no wide receivers wanted to play for them. Um, partly due to just their run heavy offense, um, which is something, in my opinion, they needed to change. 
But regardless, I mean, you got a wide receiver, which is what you needed. Um, you got your yeah, edge. Tylen Wallace, too. Mm-hmm. You got your edge out of um, Penn State. And then Ben Cleveland, now you got yourself a big old country boy. So uh, we'll see how he does in Baltimore with no hunting. But, um, you know, I, I'm, I'm a fan. I'm a fan, definitely. I'm going to give them a uh, – I'm going to give them an A-. And then, you know, we all know what Sean Wade did, has done. Excuse me, a voice crack. But yeah, I know Charlie's seen Sean Wade up and close. So, we'll see how it goes. And people think that was the only bad game he had that year, but he had been doing that all season long, all year long. <laughs> yeah. Man, I was missing Jeffrey Kuda so much. Uh, <laughs> now we're going to move on to um, the Saints who took Peyton Tucker uh, Peyton, Peyton Turner, excuse me. Um, I think a lot of people saw this as a pretty bad pick, and I tend to agree. Um, they took Pete Werner from Ohio State, and also they took uh, Paulson Adebayo, Adebayo, Adebo, Adebo, sorry, from Stanford, and they took Ian Book from Notre Dame. I think Ian Book is – he's okay. I don't, think he's, um, I don't think he has a huge ceiling, but I do think he has a pretty high floor as a solid quarterback. I don't know if he'll ever start for um, – the Saints because you have Taysom Hill and Jason uh, James James Winston in front of him, mm-hmm. but uh, I definitely think Pete Werner was an alright pick. Um, if you didn't know, he was a safety and he turned into a linebacker. He really buffed up, so he's really quick. And then Peyton Turner was okay. Uh, I don't think it was an awful pick, but I don't think it was very good. So I'll probably give it this whole draft for the Saints probably about a C. I was gonna go the same for all the same reasons. I'm not even gonna touch on it. Just real quick about Ian Book. I think. He he's like it's fun. He's fun to watch, you know. See him like get out of the pocket and make throws. But when he does make those throws, I guarantee you they're not going to be forty plus, thirty plus yards. He just simply doesn't have an arm. And his like his like you know play style to like you know, I don't know what the word is, but like he's an improviser and be able to make you know when the pocket collapses, he's able to do stuff. But then again, he's surrounded by. I mean, the NFL is so much faster, so I don't know if he'll be able to do that as much. Yeah. That's one reason. Second reason, he just doesn't have the arm. And third reason, you know, he's playing for a top team in Notre Dame. And then now he's at a bottom level Saints. So I see you got Michael Thomas, but not like you're playing, not like you're starting. So we'll see. Yeah, it's not like Michael we'll Thomas is going to run anything other than a slant. But um, <laughs> yeah, okay, that's that's my dog. I like Michael Thomas um, in real life, too. If you know, All right, here we are. Packers. Uh, I'm going to let you talk about the Packers because Eric Stokes is your guy, not my yeah, guy. Yeah. So, go All ahead. Right, so, at least Eric Stokes is like a good corner. It kind of sucks that he got drafted here because people are going to be mad at him. Not mad at him, I guess, but he's not going to get the um, credit he deserves. I'm not saying he's the best corner. He's, I mean, being unbiased, he's probably a second-round talent. Um, but still, I mean – I don't know. I, I, I hate to hate on my dog, but he's probably a second-round talent. I think they reached a bit. Um, but, I mean, but that's, 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 that's not the elephant in the room. The elephant in the room is that they didn't take something to please Aaron Rodgers, which probably would have been what? A receiver? I don't know. Hey, Go I ahead, Joe. Be a receiver. I'll, I'll say mean, what I, I need to say. I don't know what else he would want. I mean – they took Josh Myers from Ohio State, who's a good uh, good center. But also, he could play right guard and left guard if you need. Um, and also, they took Amari Rogers from Clemson, who's – I think he's undersized, right? Uh, Amari Rogers, 
I know he was a four uh, round, a uh, fourth, um, four year player for Clemson, but um, yeah, I don't know what else he would want them to take. I mean, I thought their team this year was pretty complete. Um, to be, I'm saying, I mean, I think that uh, the um, their defense played pretty well the whole season, one of the better defenses in the league, and then their offense uh, was obviously top tier because he won MVP. So um, I don't know what he wanted. Do you want another wide receiver? You have Devontae Adams right there. Yeah. So this whole whole Aaron Rodgers, you know, deal is kind of interesting because, like, I don't know, like, kind of what he wants. I'm sure he's mad about the field goal, obviously, but Some, still, yeah, I would be too. I mean, he has, he has the weapons. He probably had the best offense in the league. He did have the best offense in the league. Uh, who, who really knows? But I think we all want to see him win. So. Yeah, for sure. He should have more than one Super Bowl. There's no reason why a guy of his talent. I think he's probably, if not, I think he's top two, top one, the most talented quarterback of all. Time. I think he's, in, I think he's the most talented quarterback ever. Yeah, I think uh, if he had four rings, I think he would be the goat. So even three rings, I think he'd be. I the think goat. undoubtedly he'd be the goat. To be honest. Yeah. I mean, he's, not undoubtedly, I mean, but no offense to Tom Brady, but I mean, him, <laughs> their their talent is not created the same. Yeah. Uh, so now we're going to move on to uh, the Buffalo Bills, who took Gregory – I'm going to try this – Gregory Rousseau, Rousseau, mm. Rousseau, mm-hmm. Rousseau. Mm-hmm. I, I don't I, – I can't. Um, yeah. So I don't think that was an awful pick, and they also took uh, Carlos Basham Jr. and Spencer Brown. Um, I think – uh, they didn't really have to take too much this draft because their team was obviously so successful last year. Their team was pretty complete. And I think with more Josh Allen development and more run game, because you saw in the AFC championship game, they ran the ball. I mean, their run game was non-existent. So I think that would be the target, uh, getting more offensive linemen and another running back to bolster the run game to compete mm-hmm. with the Chiefs. So, yeah. Uh, I would probably give it, like, a C-plus to a C. Maybe, I would yeah. say. Um, I mean, he uh, yeah. Rousseau opt out, opted out of last year, and the year before, he had 15 and a half sacks. So, he's yeah. pretty good. But he's, he's six seven. He hasn't yeah. had, had the same play time, obviously. So. Yeah, I'm going to go to B-minus here. I think the picks they took weren't bad. Um. I don't know. I feel like the Bills are a pretty filled out team. You know what I mean? Yeah. I don't think there's really necessarily. I mean, besides the running back, and at pick thirty, you're not really going to get a running back that's worth taking. Because yeah, Najee was um, already gone, and what, Etienne was already taken too. Etienne probably should have fallen in there. I think they would take it. I think if Etienne fell a little bit, I think he would be the perfect uh, choice for the Bills. Especially if they still got you know Carlos if I don't you know at another edge at sixty one, but. That's what the uh, who took him again? Jaguars. Yeah, that's the Jaguars. Get for being unpredictable. Jaguars I guess. are dumb. And then um, next we get the Ravens. We covered them. Covered them, and then finally the last pick or the last team, excuse me, are the reigning champions, the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Um, so I didn't really know what they would want to do going into this draft, and they definitely went with something. Uh, not out of left field, but a little shock. Not shocking, but it kind of makes some sense. Taking Kyle Trask in the – I think it was the fourth round, fifth round? Was it fifth round? Um, it was the second round, actually. Kyle Trask. Second round, wow. Um, that was – They didn't – they, yeah. yeah. 
Um, I mean, it's just setting setting little eggs for the future because Tom Brady won't be able to play forever. I feel like I've been saying that for nine years now. Forever. Um, yeah. I mean, he might be able to. Um, so get Kyle Trask in, put him behind Brady, and let Kyle Trask develop. And then maybe uh, Kyle Trask turns into the next dynasty for the Buccaneers. I hope not. but Yeah. Um, I think Kyle Trask is a good quarterback. His lack of experience is obviously a bit unsettling. Um, I saw something he didn't even start in high school. Um, he didn't. He didn't. But, you know, shout out to him, though, if he's still making a, you know, playing for a team like Ford and having a really successful season. Oh, Although no. he had many weapons around him. A lot. And the reason what makes him and Mac Jones different is I just think simply think because Mac Jones won a championship. And I think Kyle, Kyle Trask, Trask had not. a – Contrast had enough weapons, in my opinion, to compete with Alabama in the SEC championship. Yeah, they actually did. They only, lost by se- they only lost by seven. If if Florida had, like, a little pinch of defense, then they would have won. And not Marco. Uh, yeah. Not him. Yeah. We're, we're not even Wasn't that covers – uh, Is that that covers, covers what? Everything? All 32 time, teams. So, so um, yeah, thank you, everyone, for listening. Uh, this is actually a pretty long episode. I think it was probably like an hour, ten minutes, probably. So, um, yeah, I'll get this. I'll get this up. We'll see you next weekend. See y'all.